Who's that? I don't know what we're going to find in there, but I won't lie to you. It's not going to be easy. That's right. Go. Given our dire circumstances, this is a risk worth taking. Final. We're go fly. That can't be right. Capcom. Scan again. We're go fly. Five. Flight controller, can you go no go for launch? Four. My feet. Difference is behind us. For science. Three. We have to go, we have to go, go, go! To undiscovered lands. And new worlds. All engine running. Welcome to the Gamer Parallax. I'm your host, Davy Jones. Glad you guys could join me this week. I am riding solo this week, unfortunately. John won't be able to join me. So it's just me. I'm just here. And and uh, we're probably going to have a, a short uh, episode on this one. I just have one thing that's to cover, and it's actually kind of a main thing that happened this week, and that's GamersCon, GamesCon. And they featured a lot of... Uh, what they you know call world premieres and i don't know if they're all world premieres but uh there's a few things that happen so GamesCon, for anyone who doesn't know is just kind of a an event that that happened this week where they showed off a lot of you know world premiere trailers some new announcements uh some some updates on games that are coming out and so it was it was kind of a uh a nice like uh show that we haven't really you know seen in a while it's been a while since we've uh, what was the last thing we did? What it wasn't game the game awards. It was another thing that announced some games. But anyway, um, I always like these events. I like to kind of see what's what's going on and what what uh games are coming out. You know, especially like uh, any updates from games I'm really excited for. And there's a few. There's a few games that I saw. I, I watched the the opening night opening night live video on YouTube. It was about ugh, like five. Was it five hours? No, six hours, six hours long. I kind of had to skip through some of it because that's just too long for me right now. I don't have the time, but I think I caught a lot of it. I think I caught a lot. So let's get into it. Um, I kind of first want to talk about just some games that like looked interesting that just kind of caught my eye and uh, that were featured either by a trailer or just kind of mentioned a little bit. Uh, so a game called Soundfall. Uh, they showed a, a just a little trailer to a music rhythm game that came out. It looks nice, looks cool, has has some style. I wonder if it was if it's something close to the Crypt of the Necro Dancer, you know, with like you know that beat and you kind of move around the same beat, or your it's definitely music, uh, you know, influenced. And I wonder how that's going to work. I wonder what you know if, they, if they're going to be the same like Necro Dancer or something else. Um, Maybe just the actions you do. There's not a lot on it, but it looks cool. I I, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, another game we have is Marvel Midnight Suns. Uh, this one looks kind of this one looks interesting. It, it definitely looks better than um, the Avengers game we got because I don't think I don't think anyone's really excited for that game. And you know nowadays, even with Spider Man coming out as a character. Well, too little, too late. But Marvel Midnight Suns actually looks pretty good. I mean, obviously we didn't see much on it. I don't know what kind of game it is. Literally, no idea. I wonder if it's if it's something on the lines of, um, 
oh man what's what was that game called uh, just like that those those multiplayer um ultimate alliance there it is an ultimate alliance like multiplayer game with like four four players you know couch co-op or online i wonder if it's going to be something like that i, I kind of hope so but that one caught my eye it, it did look pretty cool uh we have another game called cult of the lamb cult of the lamb was is kind of like a roguelite uh 2d uh a 2d uh roguelite game well not really a 2d more like a 2d isometric game um but Devolver. Devolver is is one half of the team that's help, that's creating this, and Devolver makes some really good games. So I'm actually interested in it. it it's supposed to be like a like a cute, uh, satanic kind of game, and it honestly, it looks pretty cool. Um, I'm not a huge roguelite player, not a huge one. There, I there are a few that I am interested in. The fact that this one is made by Devolver makes me more interested in it because Devolver just makes a lot of games that I like. Uh, another game that I saw that was pretty good was Midnight Fight Express. It is a t- it is an isometric style fighting game, which most of the time those words don't combine into what I think is a good game. Um, I just it doesn't, you know. It just it's not a very um, it's the style just usually doesn't impress me. It's not my my cup of tea, but. This one has some good music. It has some good music, good style. Um, it's like, it almost feels like a 3D Hotline Miami on crack. It honestly feel it. It, it seems kind of impressive, you know. And I, I like the fighting it has. I like the the music, the style. I don't know. I might, I might give this one, you know, a chance. It looks really good, and it's it's by a single Polish dev. One guy made this game. So ah, I wish I knew his name. I wish I wrote his down. But yeah, it, it, that one looks cool. That one looks cool. I, I want to keep an eye on that one. See how that one you know gets developed. Hopefully, hopefully I don't know when it's coming out, but I would love for this one to be a good game. Definitely. Uh, we got a little more update with Ninja Turtles. That uh, for anyone who doesn't know, they're making another Ninja Turtles 2D fighter on the same you know same line as like the the same uh, vein as a like turtles in time so you we're, we're talking like uh nintendo 60 no i'm sorry nintendo 64 uh super nintendo assuming nintendo style game arcade four player i'm assuming they mostly announced it because of eight, the one of the playing playing character playable characters is april um the game looks good if if you're into those retro 2d multi multiplayer fighting games which most people still are uh, and you, you're if you're a fan of Ninja Turtles, this is a buy. This looks like a buy. It's it looks clean. It looks cool. Um, I there's nothing to really complain about. Now I'm not a huge like Ninja Turtles fan. Even back in the day when I how which one did I play? It was the one with like the Manhattan. It was like I was raised up from the uh, into the sky. I forgot what game that was called. Something with Manhattan. I'm sure it has something to do with the title Manhattan. Um. Yeah, I had fun with it, you know, as a kid. And I don't know if they're going to stay faithful to it or faithful to like those old, you know, Super Nintendo games, or they're going to try to like modernize it a little bit. It honestly just looks good. The pixel art looks good. It looks clean. Um, I I don't see this being a bad game at all. I think it'll just, it's going to do just fine. Um, but yeah, they just uh, they just featured that with the new playable character. So um, it's kind of all that they really updated. Uh, Demon Slayer as well. Demon Slayer got a little feature to it. Again, uh, I I love Demon Slayer. 
uh, you know, I love the the series and the movie. I'm not sure if the fighting game is going to be that interesting. It could just be like a uh, um, My Hero Academia one uh, oh, one justice. I think it was called one justice. Could be there where it's just like it's a fighter, but it's not really like a competitive fighter because it's kind of broken, or at least certain characters are broken, or you know, simplistic. Uh, it looks like Demon Slayer is going to kind of follow the, like a story, which is what One Justice did as well. Um, One Punch Man did as well. It could just be a, I wouldn't say a cash in, but it's not exactly like the next competitive esports fighter. You know, it, it just might just be a fun, fun time to play one of your favorite characters and, and beat up on people. So uh, if you're a fan, this this could be a buy. This could be a buy. Uh, for me, I'm a big fan, and uh, this is probably going to be a pass for me, unless it's on discount. Maybe uh, maybe for twenty bucks I'll pick it up, but certainly not six. It's not um, gonna not gonna commit. Another game they featured was Splitgate. Uh, obviously, it's been on out for a while, but they're getting some new modes. The season zero is starting soon, or has yet to start, or about to start. And I gotta admit, I'm I'm sleeping on it. I am sleeping on this game. I should be playing it. I should be. It should be on my PlayStation Five. I got PlayStation Five. I should be on there, and I should be playing it. Um, I don't know why it's taking me so long to to get it. I, well, I I kind of been busy, but um, I definitely need to get it. I, I definitely need to try it out. It looks super cool. It looks super fun, and it looks like the the devs are are having a great time putting this game together and showing it off. And and yeah, the player base is rising, and I want to get in it now. I don't think it's going to replace the big three, of course, Fortnite, um, Apex, or Call of Duty. But it could be a really cool, you know, well, I'm sorry. I shouldn't even said that because they're not Battle Royales. But it's, well, as far as like multiplayer games, it's probably not going to replace those games. But it's still going to be, um, it still looks like a fun game. Uh, there there hasn't really been an arena type game or arena type multiplayer game that I've been really into. So this might fill that void. And Portals, I mean, come on, it's cool. Uh, Republic Ride, oh uh, no, Riders Republic. Riders Republic is like an X game style multi, uh, multiplayer online game, but we're talking like multiplayer, like 15, 20, 25 people. And, and it looks like you could do like, you know, the, uh, the bike, um, wing suit, snowboarding, uh, some of the other things that they showed. Uh, it looks cool. I, I think motocross, maybe motocross is one of it. Honestly, it, it looks cool. That, that would be a really cool way to um, to bring that that kind of genre, that X Games, you know, um, competition writing into like a multiplayer because no one's really gonna play like a next game motocross game. No one's no one's buying those games. People, but if they're combining all these different sports into one and throwing you down like and and adding multiplayer like elements to it, and it looks like smooth, pretty smooth and chill and and like it honestly it reminds me of what steep is if you guys know what steep is that one like or actually three mountains <coughs> excuse me that you can kind of just change whatever you want you know whatever sport you wanted to do like on the fly it feels like it's combining that with ssx tricky or or just ssx in general and that's cool to me <clears throat> i like uh, i like the more arcade style um you know s- sport or I guess X game, snowboarding, you know, motocross, all that kind of stuff. I like it more in an arcade form. I like it um, 
in like the multi like with the multiplayer that it's going it's it's showing i think that's really cool so i'm actually pretty excited about that one that one looks really cool at least for me uh if if, if it is what it looks like it's going to be i think it's going to be cool that's a really cool idea and i'm actually kind of surprised no one's done it earlier uh ea used to do it with their ea's ea sports big which i don't really think they do anymore uh yeah the last one i played was like a motocross like esports big like racer you had like the uber uber tricks with that it was weird but it was it was fine it was whatever so yeah uh writer's republic looks pretty cool uh another thing they talked about was game the uh game pass so it looks like game pass is expanding they're expanding their libraries into pc games which is a cool awesome thing um it's going to be a win for them and I, and I said before, you know, Game Pass is a great idea as long as they support it. You know, having paying $15 a month and having access to to a library of games is is really awesome. It's 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 so revolutionary that PlayStation 5 or, or PlayStation in general, um, it's going to be hard for them to for it's hard for me to ignore it as a PlayStation 5 you know, owner. It's like wow, like they got that. That's super cool. Like, okay, you know, PlayStation. What's what's your answer to this? And unfortunately, their answer is PlayStation. Uh, yeah, PlayStation Now. You know, PS Now. Which I, I've honestly I've tried it with my internet connection. It it doesn't run smooth. It's not the best. Um, if you if you're able to download the game onto your console, then it runs fine. I mean, it's worth it. But there's not a lot of games compared to the library that they have that allows you to download the game straight to the console. There's a lot of games that are not on that list, and so you're subjected to like, if you have a crappy internet connection, your games will run crappy. And my games did, you know. And if you're not connected straight to the router, <laughs> don't even bother. So, uh, no, PlayStation doesn't have an answer to it. Their answer is is their exclusives that's what's selling the console and so uh yeah it's the game pass continues to get strong and from the list of games that they're coming out that are going to be day one like available day one there's a lot of games and a, a lot of them are like heavy hitters we got halo on that fours or five which we'll talk about later uh it, yeah they they got they got their games they got they're, they're supporting it not only on the on the PC games that are coming out that you can play, which they said they're going to add more, but also with their own um, uh, exclusives. So they're co- they're coming out strong with this. They're coming out strong with Game Pass. They're not letting go. Now we we did talk about how there are games that are leaving Game Pass. And I'm not sure how that's like running. Like whether the licensing is just kind of you know expiring. And uh, I don't know if they actively give you like a like a deadline, you know, where each game says, okay, this game's gonna be leaving this day, or because I don't I don't have an Xbox, so I don't I've never been on the Game Pass, so you guys can tell me. But I, I certainly hope that they don't lose, they don't constantly lose games because game when you get Game Pass, you want those games to be there, you know, you don't want to invest in Game Pass halfway through the xbox's life cycle and realize there's a large chunk of games that used to be there that aren't there anymore you know you want all the, as many games on there as possible at all times so it looks like they're supporting it which is great and hopefully they continue to do so which i doubt i don't doubt they will but you know 
as strongly as they are now. Hopefully they continue because we still got 10 more years of support for this. So it seems great now. Let's hopefully they, they continue this momentum. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, Lego Star Wars. The Lego Star Wars saga. Quite possibly one of the biggest Lego games that might have ever ever be coming out. It's literally every single Star Wars game from the, the sequel trilogy, trilogy, I'm sorry, the prequel trilogy, the trilogy, and the sequel trilogy. So nine games. I'm not sh- now. I'm not sure if I don't think Rogue One is in that or or um, um, Solo. I, I doubt those two games are in there. So we're we're just talking about the the nine game the nine movies it came out with nine, um, I guess chapters for each of those um, movies. I, I don't I don't know if they're going to be like full length games of each one. I doubt it. It's probably going to be something simpler, simpler because they've already kind of done Star Wars game Lego games in the past, and I doubt they're going to be that size, you know, for each one. But it should it should be a pretty good chunk, maybe a few missions, you know, for every movie. But I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, you're owning this. This is yours. You need to buy it because. What a, what a what a, an amazing chance to play through and experience Lego Star Wars than you know than having every single one and traveling through the entire saga as in one giant storyline through each of these games. You know, it, it's it's such a bold um, attempt at a Lego game that I'm. It's hard not to be excited for it. It really looks cool and it looks like they're doing a good. They've always done a good job with the Lego games. It's, Hardly ever did they ever, you know, stumble or, or make a bad one. So, yeah, Lego Star Wars is coming out. If you're a Star Wars fan, you're picking it up. Just, it's, that's easy, you know. Uh, Mario uh, plus uh, Rabbids, Spark of Hope. Um, if you haven't played the the original Rabbids, uh, Mario and Rabbids game, I definitely recommend it. It's a very cool time. I didn't beat it. I got close. I think I'm at that last area. But it's a super fun game. It's, it's, it's just like Mario... It's XCOM. It's by it's by a developer who was super passionate. Um, I remember when it was released when when they talked about it on one of the I believe it was like uh, the Game Awards a couple of years ago. I mean he was in tears because he was just it was a great opportunity for him and he was passionate about this project. He really he really cared. Uh, you I mean it was just highlighted how how great. <coughs> excuse me. How how great his uh, reception was to the game and how much he cared about it. It was it was clear that this was a passion for him, and so I wanted to support that because I you know I have a soft spot for that kind of stuff. And Sparks of Hope looks it's going to follow the same same idea. Hopefully, bring some fresher ideas. <clears throat> it was getting a little bit repetitive at the end. I will admit, um, they had this Donkey Kong section. I I I didn't get to, I, and I should I should fire it back up and beat it. Uh, but it does look cool. Uh, I it's it's always going to be exciting um, for this game. So um, yeah, rabbits definitely uh, definitely excited for that one. And then the last one I I really have to mention is Judgment. As far as like interesting games, Judgment still looks good. That's all I got to say about it. Uh, let's see. Okay, so let's talk about some of the things that I want to focus on that discuss in a little more detail. So we got um, a little little update by the developers about call of duty vanguards um campaign out it's a world war ii campaign which 
they've already done before. It's it's by the same team that done that had did the Call of Duty World War Two. Now I played it. I had a decent time with the campaign. It was a, it kind of got a little boring. Honestly, it was usually I don't say that when it comes to a Call of Duty campaign. Usually they hold my attention, especially with modern warfare games and especially the old Call of Duties, the one for the PCs, the Call of Duty One, Call of Duty Two, Three, um, Finest Hour. I think big big red one if you played it on the GameCube or the Wii at the time. I forgot which one. Um, and so I was hoping that they didn't do what they did in in World War Two, uh, Call of Duty. They they went back to the roots of of the Call of Duty franchise when it can, when it comes to how they did those missions, how they did the stories, how they did more historical accurate battles. You know, like Pegasus Bridge or or some of the um, uh, Normandy landings. Um, Omaha and oh, I've got the one with the beach with the cliffs and I, like that one like it was more historically accurate and they're trying like uh kill 400 now I don't think they're going to be doing that it doesn't look like it it's going to be more individual storyline focus um like a focus on the individuals but it still seems to try to be historically accurate and it does seem like they're going to try to hit all um the theater so you know the Eastern Front, the Af- uh, the North African Front, the West, um, possibly the Pacific. It looks like it might try. It tried to tell individual stories in the same vein as, um, well, not in the same vein, but like in a unique vein actually, but with a um, an old Call of Duty focus on historical historical accuracy and um, and being in different theaters. You know, so we'll be we'll be able to play missions from different individuals in different theaters, and I think that's really cool. Um, so we're not talking about in like historically, um, like a historically uh, driven battles, a campaign driven by by historic battles, but more about individual story arcs that are historic as well, accurately historic. Now, it does look a bit overly dramatic. I will say they showed the first mission. It does look a bit, but it is a strong foot forward. I think. I think it looks cool. It it does remind me of uh, of like the Call of Duty Modern Warfare one and two missions. Very cinematic, you know. Um, I I doubt. I'm sure the the the, the if they're going to over dramatic, dramatize, um, the story, the individual stories that they're trying to tell. But I it makes me. It does make me excited about the campaign mode once again because honestly this is probably an unpopular opinion but the call of duty campaigns are my favorite thing to play back in the day like that got me the most attention yeah like you know call of duty modern warfare 2 had one of the most amazing multiplayer um you know uh like like stand in multiplayer games out there but the campaign was my bread and butter. Like I loved that campaign. I loved Call of Duty One's campaign, Call of Duty Two's. Never got a chance to play Call of Duty Three because uh, something happened. But, but yeah, like campaign mode, and especially with campaign with uh, Call of Duty One, Two, and Three on PC, those campaigns are one of some of my favorite moments in in a World War Two style shooter. So Vanguard does got me a bit excited that it's kind of. It's a semi return to form where the campaign mode is is something that's proudly made, you know, made well. And it's not it's not trying to be I don't know. I mean, it's still trying to be uh, cinematic, but 
it's trying like historically accurate to me like telling telling those real stories in world war ii is is very interesting to me and it's it's it means that there's there's a lot more forethought going into it and and yeah i am excited for it hopefully they can pull it off hopefully it's a good campaign i would i would very much um love that return to form to get that chance to play those campaigns again so i'm excited i'm excited for it uh halo infinite halo infinite multiplayer not too much to talk about but there is one particular thing that they mentioned that got has me a little excited now i don't have an xbox uh, unfortunately so i can't play it but i still think it's a cool game or i'm uh, sorry a cool idea so it looks like the multiplayer mode it ha- will have its own story mode attached to it that, that is added to it as the seasons progress so you will actually have some kind of story to tell with your individual character uh maybe it's part maybe they're cut scenes hopefully they have some cut scenes with your character in it i'm um, telling your story i don't know how individualized your your characters will be as far as like your background and like i why you you know joined military as far as like you know you know as, as far as like character development is going i have no idea how deep that actually runs and how individualized these story um, beats are the fact that there's a story mode attached to the multiplayer that's cool that's a very cool idea and not one that i see executed very successfully and if they can do it and if anyone can do it it's it's, it's the halo series i think that would be very cool you know it's any 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 way to like really make a a multiplayer mode that's unique to the halo series i think is a it's a win and that is a very cool idea. They also showcase the wireless controller that you can buy, the the Halo Infinite wireless controller. It looks fine. Uh, they also released uh, a limited edition Halo Infinite console. I honestly kind of find the console weak. It, it doesn't really look that individualized. It just it just has like a few, uh, you know, I don't even know what they are. They're just like like uh, like lines on them. It just it's supposed to be like 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 armor looking, you know. Uh, it looks fine. It looks whatever. I I feel like they could have did a better job though with it. I don't think it's gonna. It's obviously gonna sell out, but I don't think it's actually gonna be. It's really worth it to buy it. It's kind of weak. Um, what else we got here? Go ahead. Okay, so Oki V. <laughs> if you've been paying attention at all on the internet, you'll know. You should know how big Doki V. How much attention. Doki V is getting right now. Doki V looks like it's trying to um, um, take in the market of what Pokemon games should be. I guess if that makes sense. So Pokemon is is a successful game um, series, but no one here that I know is saying how innovative they are. And in fact, the new Pokemon game, I think it's Sword and Shield. Uh, it was a Pokemon game, and it did sell amazing in Japan. And pro- I'm assuming they sold well in in the states as well. <clears throat> it's it doesn't. I mean, besides like the the Mega, I forgot what it's called, like the Mega the Mega Battles or whatever. Um, it's not really doing too much as far as like innovation. But what people want is like an a, an open world Pokemon game. You know, just like they like the Game Boy Advance games were, and you know they want that, but just in a the 3D form, and they just it's just not really happening the way they want it. Uh, not 
not in the not in the way that like brings like freshness to the game. It's it just feels like they're taking step backs here and cutting corners. Then there's not too much excitement as far as like Pokemon is considered when it comes to like new games. It's just, just kind of like return to form stuff. This game though, Doki V looks <sighs> about the coast right now. Looks amazing. <clears throat> it has fantastic style. It has fantastic. It looks fantastic. It is. It looks. It's visually striking. It looks amazing to look at. Um, the animation is clean. I mean, it is. It is super cool. And it looks like it's supposed to be some kind of like you know, you know, monster catcher slash monster hunter type game. But there's like it looks like there's different weapons. There's different ways to travel. I mean, and it looks so damn fun. Like I this game for me came out of nowhere. It's by some South Korean um, developer, <clears throat> but it looks super cool. Like I can't. It's it's very clear why this game is getting a lot of attention because it looks like an amazing time. I am very excited for this game. Not sure when it comes out. I'm hoping that a beta is available soon or some kind of demo because I want to get my hands on this game as soon as possible. It looks, it looks like such a good time. And Nintendo needs to be taking notes about what a Pokemon game could be because this, this, look, this, this is getting people a lot more excited and any Pokemon game has come out in a long time. So please be good. I'm, sh I'm sure it is. What else we got here? Um, Far Cry 6. Far Cry 6, I, I don't play a lot of Far Cry's. The last one I played was a Dragon, which I thought was fantastic because it was funny. And it's like 80 synth. Uh, they had a lot of like 80s throwback to like, uh, I think Back to the Future, Ninja Turtles. They had uh, uh, Robocop stuff. It, it was pretty cool. Um, but I haven't really played a lot. And, and they seem like to kind of have the same formula, a lot of them. But I am excited to see, uh, uh, I hope I pronounced his name right, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, which what he was uh, from uh, Breaking Bad and The Mandalorian. Uh, he, he looks like he's doing a fantastic job in that one, in this game. And uh, I, if, it, if I do get Fire Cry 6, it's going to be probably because of him and, how, and what story he shows and his acting. Uh, but it does look like a good game. I, won't, I will say that. It's, it, the story looks good. So if you like Fire Cry 6, you're probably going to pick this up. Or if you like any Far Cry games, you're probably going to pick this game up. Uh, Horizons Forbidden West, they announced the... They, they really didn't talk too much about Horizon Zero uh, Forbidden West. It mostly announced that Horizon Zero Dawn has the PS5 patch, which is cool. I don't know if that's enough for me to get back into it. I kind of had my fill with it. It was it was a good game. I I think it's a great game, but uh, I'm not sure if it's enough to get me back. Just uh, I'm not enough to play the entire game again. But if you haven't played it or you're in the middle of it, you want to play the PS5 patch version of it if you can. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. The main thing. Well, before I get to the main thing, there was something I want to know. Tales of Arise. Now, the Tales series, I think it's, this is game 17. Um, the Tales series has different, it's it's kind of like a Final Fantasy where like there's a different game coming out every so often and games aren't related to each other. They're just like their own individual game and the next game it has something, it's its own story. Um, so Tales of Arise, I wasn't really that big into the series. It did catch my eye for a while. I kind of wanted to pick up maybe one or two. Or I'm sorry, um, Tales of... Tales of Vesperia, 
And then there's another one called, I think, Vesperia. Vesperia, Vesperia. Yeah, it's kind of confusing. But they actually had a uh, a violinist perform on the show. Her name was Lindsay Sterling. Oh, my God. She is beautiful. She is beautiful. Her outfit was beautiful, amazing. She, her dance, she was dancing at the same time. Her, her moves were wicked. She she has some great moves while playing the violin. Jesus, uh, yeah. She and the song was actually really cool. She, the, that song like that, that song slapped, man, for sure. Uh, she's a fantastic violinist. Um, and it, it after the 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 thing the song played um because uh, the the song was from Tales of Arise. They said like all oh, demo is out now. I was like I'm I'm getting the demo just because of, of Lindsey Sterling. That that performance was fantastic, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm in I'm in love, I'm in love with Lindsay." But uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna pick up the the demo because of because just because of her, just so I can hear that song again. That was that was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool. Uh, very rarely are the live performances at any of these game award shows or game shows. Um, very rarely are they that that interesting. I think Grimes on the Game Awards last year or two years ago. Was it last year or two years ago? No, no, no. I think this year, last year was someone else. I think it was, it might have been Weezer. That might have been something else. But definitely at least two years ago, I think it was Grimes doing it for um, Cyberpunk. That one was kind of cool. Yeah, that song was actually pretty cool. But very rarely are the songs actually that great. Uh, Lindsey Sterling, yeah, she, she she got it. Um... And the main thing I want to talk about, the main thing is, is for me anyway, because it's, it's it's something that I enjoy a lot, is uh, a Stranding Director's Cut. You knew I was going to talk about it. You know, you, you knew it was coming. I have to. And I this one's in depth. Um, oh, there's actually one more thing I want to talk about. I'll get to it. So it didn't really talk about too much more than what we already know. It's a PS5 update, director, definitive, definitive experience. When it comes to Death Stranding, PS5 update, great. Uh, they got some new delivery support things you could make. Uh, the evolved stabilized thrusters, which basically the, uh, the thrusters on the on your body that allow you to basically jump off a cliff and slowly glide down to safety. I can't tell you how many times I accidentally tripped or fell off a cliff and then just destroyed everything. So <laughs> destroyed all my packages. So yeah, that one's getting built. Cargo catapult, cool. Dang it. Uh, the buddy bot. So the buddy bot is actually um, a robot that you can build. Well, no, no, a robot that you can you can upgrade it or unlock it, and it basically just do deliveries for you in the background. Um, they would only, I think, you would only get like a C rating. That's the best you could do. Maybe a B. I don't think an A though. I don't think you can really get an A. You definitely couldn't get an S. But it was just something you just kind of sent out and just it just did a delivery for you. Now it can walk with you and carry um carry loads. I guess do a little it, it definitely does more than just the um just the floating baskets. Because it can also carry you and like walk. You can it'll, it'll walk and carry you at the same time. Why you would do that, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe if you want to eat a sandwich while you're playing or need to Take a, take a crap and you just let them walk or you need to leave the room or you want to eat something. That'd probably be the only reason why you, you'd use that bot. But um, other than that, um, it'd probably just be an extra leg to carry some stuff. That's But cool, uh, I'll take it. Uh, new facilities we got. We got the firing range. And the firing range definitely has the Metal Gear Solid 
virtual missions vibes, which if anyone knows the virtual missions was PlayStation one game, I believe PlayStation one. And it was just a bunch of like VR missions. That's what it was. VR, VR virtual mission. Something like that. So you got that. You got online leaderboards for that uh, or what they call ranking online ranking. Um, you got boss battles that you can revisit now. I thought you could do it in the original. I guess you couldn't. Maybe it was just cutscenes you could you can go back to. So now you can go back and play all the bosses again. Uh, the bosses were fine, even on hard mode when I played it. None of them were like that memorable, besides like uh, the ones with like uh, Mads Mikkelsen, um, um, Troy Baker's fights, and maybe like a handful others. But eh, they're okay. I, I'm not huge. That's not a big selling point for me. They added more tracks, so you can listen in your room if you want to listen to tracks. Honestly, we need an audio player and we need an in-game audio player so you can play these songs, all these songs that are on you know, part of this game's library. You can play it as we walk because once you beat the game, you don't get access to any of those songs again. You know, those songs play at, at certain, uh, what's it called? The, oh man, I forgot the band. The one, you know, the main band that's part of the game that the entire city's on, pretty much on the game. Um, that, those songs kind of stop. Except for one one time when you get um um the what were they called the microchips yeah you pick up the 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 chip and the song plays at a special location but once you beat the game other than that moment those songs don't play when you're when you're walking out and about so it's just quiet you know and and so, so if you're trying to get platinum you it's just a quiet time or you want to try to play anything after the after the game's done it's just silence. So we need that in-game player so we can play some of these songs again. I don't understand why it's not there. I don't understand. You know, it should be there. We, we, we want to hear this music, and we don't want to go to the room and just sit there and listen to the music. That's not what people want to do. They want to listen as they're walking. More than likely, you're just going to have to turn on Spot some kind of the, the Spotify app in-game so you can play this, uh, these songs. Maybe someone already has a Spotify playlist with all these songs on it, so you can just load it from the, you know, Spotify playlist. But still, man, you, sh it should have the audio play. It should have. I mean, it had it in Metal Gear Solid: Phantom Pain. Why not this? You know, I don't get it. I did. That's a missed opportunity to not put that in the game. I'm passionate about this. This, okay? I'm just passionate. Just let it go. Just accept. Just accept it. Um, got some new missions. Now, I'm not sure how the new missions are gonna, like. I'm not sure how they're going to they're going to do them because if you you know for people who know um, or don't know all of the cutscenes in game every single cutscene that you see pretty much the main ones um, they're mocapped they're mocapped by the actors themselves so I highly doubt they're going to get you know Norman Reedus, Mads Mikkelsen, Troy um, Troy Baker and uh, oh my God my favorite one. Uh, Tommy Earl Jenkins. I doubt they're going to get these actors back to do mocap for some DLC uh, missions. So they're probably not going to be mocaps. They'll probably just be animated, and or or maybe they have like you know a collection of animations they want to put in. Maybe like the voices, the voice work. Are they going to ha have the voice actors come back and and voice more stuff? Is Tommy Earl Jenkins going to reprise his his voice as Die Hardman to do uh, some of the mission? Uh, um, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? Uh, um, Pre-mission screens, you know, or the intros. So I don't, I'm not sure exactly how how it will fit into this into the main game, or if it'll fit at all. Maybe it'll just be 
maybe you'll you'll feel that like hey this is this is something that was added doesn't really feel cl- like cleanly integrated with the rest of the game um it does seem to hint that there's going to be some more story beats to it some lore some secrets so um so maybe maybe uh, talk about some like this new story beats i'm i'm not sure what he would talk about because a lot of the mystery was kind of already explained somewhat not really shown but more talked about in like emails and stuff but we'll see we'll see how they handle that it looks like they're more facility based though so those metal gear solid facilities if you had a an ankling to to be in like you know have because most of the missions that you did play were outside they're all outside it was just you know you never really went into a building here you're in a building you're in multiple different buildings so that's cool you know because I think that was that was missing. We never really got like interior settings, and now we do. So that's cool. Uh, jump ramps. We got jump ramps. Very needed. You know, everyone wants to to jump on that bike. My question is, oh, and you can do tricks as well on it, which I thought were, was kind of cool. My question is, landing before you did like a little small jump on on the bike or or the the vehicles. Your your vehicle suffered a crap ton of damage. And then now I'm seeing on the ramp, they're shooting off way high and getting no damage. So it's going to be weird to hit the jump by like 10 miles into the air, fall down and then not get any damage. But if you don't hit that jump and just fall down like a little, little, you know, embark embankment, you suffer like, you know, half damage or your, your vehicle or it explodes. So I wonder if they're going to tweak that in the game so that just all fall damage from your vehicles are just going to be cut off. We'll see. Uh, the race mode, they have the, the fragile race mode. I think it looks fine. It, it doesn't look like it's anything that's going to hold my attention for too long. Just uh, just like a time waster. That's it. That's all I really have to say about the, that. And then the September 24th release date. There's actually a lot of stuff coming out in uh, in the next few months. The end of the year is going to be painful for your pockets. Let me tell you. All, a lot of these games that you're interested in or coming at the end of the year it's going to be a huge huge end of the year for a lot of games um got i mean october games are coming out september there's a lot of games coming out uh i'm not sure about november maybe and i think december too i think it's pretty big but there yeah there's a lot of games a lot of games um <clears throat> the last thing one of the last things i want to talk about is forger forger 5 trailer um arguably Forza 5 is the best looking, funnest looking arcade racing game on the market. That trailer looked super interactive with the plane coming down, you know, uh, that's like, like you, the, then like this giant, like, you know, Airbus flying around, you know, while you're going through the level. It looks like most of the races are started by just your vehicle being thrown out the back of the vehicle of the, of the airplane or being parachuted down. So. <laughs> It looks super, super cool, super stylish, uh, super unique way of, of doing that. But it's also interactive, like sandstorms coming in or, or snow. It got to like really diverse uh, race locations too. Mountains, going down a mountain, going down, you know, um, like uh, the Mex- uh, Mexican village or, or, you know, doing the whole sandstorm or in like the city. You're going off-roading. Like, it, it looks like, like, like just super diverse. I really, I really like it. For me, the reason why I want to own an Xbox, if I ever get one, is for Forza Five. Unfortunately, you know, like 
there's a lot of like Halo fans, and I'm sure that's why you're getting it. Besides, you know, uh, maybe some of the the exclusives that are coming out for Bethesda. But Forza Five for me, that's why. If I ever get it, it's to play that game. Forza Five looks cool, and I would love to play it. Some last thing we'll talk about are games that I'm on the fence. So that was the game coverage. That was the games I was interested that I was interested in. Some of the games I wanted to talk about a little bit more. I thought the show actually had was really good. Um, they they mentioned a lot of things that I was really excited for, and and updates and of things that um, I was really excited for. I, I thought it was a, f- a fun time. This was just the the first day. Uh, they had like two more days that I they had out, um, but I didn't really see anything that was major being announced more than this. <clears throat> they did have a uh, another trailer to Super Metroid that talked more about. It showed more about like the, the main enemy. I think it looks like uh, it definitely looks like they're going in the direction of more like a Egyptian based um, um, civilization. It doesn't look like we're really focusing on the Chozo, if I believe that's the name, the right name I'm using. It's like a different. It's a different um, race. So we'll see how see how that looks. It, it still looks like a good game. <laughs> it's just it was just a minor trailer. Um, I will finish off this episode by talking about things that I was on the fence with. I saw on at the Gamescom. One is, I think I have three games. One is Blood Hunt. Blood Hunt is a vampire battle royale game. I don't know if this game's going to be good or not. It doesn't really look like it's that, it doesn't really look exciting. I'm not sure what they can really do to to show me that it's going to be a great game. It's like, I think it's just, I'm just going to have to wait for reviews on this. But it doesn't really look all that great. Uh, I don't know. I just, the idea of a vampire battle royale, at least what they're showing me, it looks, it, I mean, it, it moves nice. It moves okay. And there's definitely some verticality coming around and using like special vampire powers. But <laughs> when I think of battle royale, I don't think vampire. So I don't know. This is, this is a hard sell for me for sure. Well, I'm not even sure. Maybe the game's free, but um, mm, mm, yeah, I'm not. Jet the Far Shore. I don't know who who this game is for. I don't know. It's it just doesn't look that great. And I'm I'm definitely in the school of thought of gameplay over graphics. You know, I think you can make a fantastic game, and the game doesn't. The graphics don't need to be like the you know absolute top notch as far as like realistic realism concerned is concerned. Um, it does need to look clean though. But I don't know, Jet. Jet looks like it's supposed to be maybe uh, like a kind of like a chill game to play, something relaxing uh, story, but it does have a story and uh, flying around. I don't know. It just it hasn't really caught my attention. I don't even think I just think this game isn't for me, even if it got really good reviews. I don't know if I'd even really play it. it it's just not my cup of tea at all, but it might be yours. And then uh, the last one is New World. So New World it actually looks well it actually looks really fun and i'm actually very excited for it except for the fact that it's being made by amazon games and if you know anything about amazon games right now it's that they have not had a really good uh, time developing games for, for um you know for themselves they they had a few games that they were developing and none of them got off the ground a lot of them got canceled I think I heard that this game was in development for 10 years. And it's like, why does why is this game in the development for 10 years? Uh, it doesn't look like it needs to be. That's a long time to be developing a game. But it looks, it's a it's like a 
a fantasy colonial game, like a colonial style fantasy. Look, it looks super cool. I just wish Amazon wasn't tied to it. It makes me wonder if this game is going to be good or not. I am cautiously um, approaching this game because, and you should too. Anyone out there should be very cautious about this game. I know it looks good, but and it is the the track record for the developers is not good. So yeah, just uh, so just gotta keep an eye on that one. Just be wary of it. Be wary. And uh, that's that's pretty much it. That's all I. That's all the notes I wrote down. Just double check real quick. I talked about that. Stucky. Yeah, that's it. Um, like I said, uh, a, a pretty decent show. A lot of cool stuff. To, I mean, I think for me, Oki V stole the show. I, that's a game that I think everyone is excited for. <clears throat> it just looks so damn cool. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to to hearing more about it and seeing like an actual more like I mean we saw a lot as far as the gameplay, but something more along the like what exactly are you doing in this game? Is it mo- like online multiplayer it looks like it is but like how many online people can play with can you play with friends you know are you in a shared space um what's the actual like goal of the game uh item uh creature collection uh are you battling like like you know, poking like just like with pokemon when they have the gym leaders is there a uh season pass what's going on with this still got a lot of unanswered questions but yeah that's that's the games con um games con breakdown that uh uh, that I created and and had a good time looking at uh, the games. It was uh, it was interesting. A lot of a lot of good games, and uh, I'm looking forward to when these some of these games come out. Which which luckily some are very soon. Some of these games are coming out very soon. Some of them we're gonna have to wait. But yeah, I had a good time watching it. It was a it was a great show. And uh, yeah, that's my coverage. So yeah, that's gonna do it for the gamer parallax. Um, thanks for joining me this week. Uh, it's always a good time to talk about games. Join me next week while we talk about something. I don't know. We'll figure out something to talk about. But, but yeah, um, hope you guys have a good day, and uh, I'll see you next time.